1: Saturdays on the Coast, all thanks to Robson Civil Projects and also McDonnell Jones Homes. Buttes, I'm rising as one. It's a standing ovation for a Premiership winner from 2005. I've got such fond memories of this grand final and this team in particular, and it had some sensational moments that we'll, we'll never forget on grand final day. Mark O'Neill, welcome to Saturdays on the Coast.
0: Thank you. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Buttes.
2: Good morning, Buckets. And you know, the thing about it is, Steve, uh, Mark O'Neill, he not only was there as part of the uh, West Tiger side in 2005, he's now the general manager of the Parramatta Eels. So he's really caught up in this week and it's been a, a great ride for the Eels. Uh, Mark, tell us about the preparation and how the boys are feeling uh, going into the big dance.
0: The boys are feeling remarkably calm, relaxed. There's a level of confidence there, anticipation. There's a feeling of the job has not done just yet um, it's been a pretty busy week and as long as we concentrate on working backwards the game and then the training sessions and recovery uh, and know what we've we've got to do that's the most important thing for the players and then all the staff can just work around crazily in the background to try and uh, meet all the commitments and have uh, players and coaches at, at events on times and everything like that and keep it keep it um, as calm as we possibly can, acknowledging that it is a bit of a different week.
1: Yeah, yeah. I heard Brad Arthur after last week's game in the press conference, and he said he had no idea what to expect. Now, I've watched every event this week, and I've thought, it's exhausting. You'd have to really manage your group. I mean, there's been so many functions, and yeah I mean, what kind of shape are they in? Have they had their final session? when does that happen? And of course, as always, there's you know a couple of selection headaches, but can't wait for this. So excited for a western Sydney derby on grand final day
0: yeah there's a there's a bit in that there's you're right about managing the the week and expectations. It's important to not leak too much energy uh, on all the outside uh, commitments that need to be done outside you know outside of the the football element of it, so that's why. You know, the team um, around Brad is doing a wonderful job. Brad's actually been to a few grand finals before. He's had a great, um, I guess, uh, apprenticeship, if you like, down being involved with the Melbourne Storm. So he has been there a couple of times on the big day previously, not in the head coaching capacities, but it's new for a lot of us at the club in our roles uh, this type of day. So we just make sure that... uh, we remember what the main thing is, and keep the main thing the main thing.
2: Bucket's interesting selection. Nathan Brown brought into the side uh, as player number seventeen. He brings, no doubt, a level of enthusiasm, um, passion, passion, fireworks, yeah, and fireworks. He'll, he'll bring that. You know, he won't take a backward step. That's for sure. And I love, you know, his little legs go 100 mile an hour, uh, similar to one Corey Pearson, as I recall back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether you're still walking on eggshells yeah. or not but nevertheless mate it's a for me I think it's a really good selection and I've got to say mate uh this is probably the most excited I've been about going to a game of rugby league and I'll be down there uh, on Sunday
1: you know since I finished playing I've got to tell you I actually feel the same buttes uh and you know when you've got a team that haven't won since eighty six it's the longest drought in rugby league so bring it on and you know they didn't play their best I'd like to get Mark's opinion in Townsville somehow you found a way to win and that's a huge positive the other factor and I know the boys have said it's meaningless but you have rolled them twice this year Mm. give us your thoughts Mark
0: yeah well the Townsville performance against the Cowboys was really good because I think we found a different way to win and it's important. You need to continue yeah. and always find different ways to win. We we know that you know when we've been on the front foot and you know we get a we get an early lead. We're generally hard to run down uh, most occasions. But throughout the game, there where we were leading, then we got behind, and then we had to come back. You know, and, and and snatch a victory away. That's pleasing. That's new, and it builds confidence. And even straight after, in the dressing room after the match, there was more people more excited about uh, Mitch Moses um, his partner Bree just you know giving birth to their first their first child than the sense of achievement and satisfaction in making the grand final because we as we know the job's not done uh, as yet but it was pleasing that um, that uh, result uh, because it showed we learned that we can win in a different type of uh, scenario. Than what we've previously used to or renowned for in
2: the past, mate. I agree with you one hundred percent. I said it last week. I said it last week on the show. Um, the fact that with twenty to go, they're eight behind. They get in front, right? And two good tries to do so. But the last ten minutes, that resilience, that resolve, that ability just to hang in there, because the Cowboys were coming and they were charging, and the, you know they had the whole crowd behind them. But that stoic, uh, you know, defensive. Uh, resistance that the Paramount Oils showed just gave me a sense of confidence going into this week. And, and, and you know what, I, I look at, i even go back to the fact when we look at the final series, uh, first week of the final series, taking on Penrith. Um, and I said from the start, Paramount had to win three games in a row to take out the championship. Right? To win the premiership. Um, whether it was going to be week yep. one, week three, and week four, or it was going to be week two, yep. three, and four. All right? The fact that you lose against Penrith week one was almost irrelevant to me. Like, it didn't matter. And I actually think about it and I go, if you were to meet Penrith in the grand final after beating him in week one, you've actually had to beat him four times this season, which I think is almost impossible. Uh, And you you
1: know they're in the arm wrestle until Mitch goes off.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So I look at this and I go, you know what? It wasn't a bad loss. Um, It just created, I guess, this sense of hunger back, uh, which we've seen now from this side. And they're now in a position where this is – probably the it will be the biggest game of each and every one of these players' lives when you're talking about not only what it means to them but what it means to the fans and the club. We are 36 years since any sort of premiership glory. And, uh, again, it, it's there's a lot that goes into that. But, gee, I'm sure plenty of them have come out of the woodwork buckets in terms of the Parramatta supporters this week.
0: Yeah, look, there, there, there has been, and um, and which is great and, and not unexpected. The one thing when I started working at the club, I probably underestimated the scale um, of the fan base, the supporter base, the uh, the people, the community. Mm. And um, there's a lot of people that identify as an eel and it's good to see them. Uh, we welcome each and every one of them that come out. And uh, it will be you know, an exciting battle uh, this week. Penrith have been the form team, I suppose, the last three years. If you like, they set the pinnacle. We have had a bit of success against them this year, but we're not uh, under any illusion that um, that's going to count for a great deal. And it was interesting your comment about our loss in week one of the finals. There was two things that, that I look at throughout the whole season. Um, and, and one of them's performance. And the second part is the result. You know, and they're different. And it's how you perform is what, I look at it and is, is a metric that that I'd like to see tick most in uh, most weeks around that. But I acknowledge that you could perform really well, and the opposition uh, can perform even better. They could have the game of their life on the day, yep. and you might lose. Now, once it comes into finals, particularly the um, the sudden death piece, well, then it does you know come about results then because there's no tomorrow if you perform well and lose. But I think that performance that we had in week one was good. Yes. We were in the contest, Penrith. We're just better on the day. And that's the thing that we're asking ourselves to be on Sunday, and that is better on the day.
1: You know, I want to ask about the Parramatta NRLW team. How incredible is that? They'll take on the Newcastle Knights in the NRLW Grand Final on Sunday. But I want to go back to 2005 because I said at the top of the interview, you know, I was there through that final series, I think a Saturday night in Sydney at the Sydney Football Stadium. You're up against St. George Illawarra, who who just thought they had to show up to make the grand final. That was at
2: the Sydney Football Stadium. yeah? What a game that was. I remember going to that game. Phenomenal.
1: The West Tigers ambushed them. I think Dean Hallitow scores a couple of tries. But that whole final series, you're just on a roll, Mark. And then grand final night against the Cowboys. They were in their first grand final as well. And I said there were some spectacular moments. Give us your thoughts on that amazing night.
0: Well, I think... If I just go back to even the week before the Dragons game, we played the Broncos, and then for the following week, no one was expecting the Tigers to go through, so a lot of the tickets went through to the St George uh, fan base because they're already through. So we ended up, you know, turning up there uh, against the Dragons, and you're right, I think they may have had one eye on the following week, and we had two eyes on that particular game. So we managed to to get through, and then you know it was a crazy week because um, Pat Richards was injured. Um, I think he had to have a ridiculous amount of needles on the Saturday to pass a, like a 20 minute fitness test. And all throughout that, that final series, everyone was just keeping it remarkably normal. Uh, just prepare like we did for any other game. We actually drove to the grand final ourselves, um, parked underneath the stadium. We didn't get a bus. I think that's the only team, you know, in the recent history that's ever done that, um, you know, Benji was at a 21st the night before and got home post-midnight. It was just, it was just. we did what we did. And then, and then after the game, I remember Matty Johns uh, come around and put a microphone under, under your nose and said, you know, can you believe that, Buckets? And my immediate answer was, yes, I can. We, you know, we, we've got some talent here. Everyone's been working hard. We're very connected. There's some great leaders. There's some exciting players. We're having fun enjoying each other's company. When you do all those things, you were fit and healthy for the whole year. I mean, success is inevitable. I think, in some capacity, have those type of attributes within the within your team. So it was a wonderful night that it kicked off the next. Uh, you know few weeks of celebrations which was fantastic as well.
1: Yeah and you'd you'd played over 200 games at the club including with the Balmain Tigers so you're just heart and soul with that organisation. Actually at the time I was doing the sports show on 2GO with Matthew Rodwell and I actually went in the change rooms after the West Tigers won and interviewed a lot of the players including Mark and also John Scandalis and it's something that will be forever etched in my memory. Mark is Scando's dad in the dressing room. I've never seen a father more proud of what his son has achieved.
0: Oh, it was amazing. And he's a wonderful man, uh, Johnny Scandalis, and 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 his father as well. He was always at the game. The support that uh, the other parents, you know, that um, or all the parents, I should say, give the whole team was, you know, greatly appreciated. We did just feel like one whole big family, and you know, the guys are. And their families are still connected today, to this very day. So uh, catch up regularly. So uh, there's a bond there that uh, that is formed, you know, by such a momentous occasion. And, you know, hopefully... That'll be will be happening for one team this
2: weekend, and I hope that it's us, the Eels. Yeah, it's nice that um, you know that bond that the players have, and even they they even forget Steve to remember the guys that dug the well from him. But that's okay. <laughs> Occasionally, they just bring them up every now and then. But that's all right, mate. Don't worry about us. Uh, I'm sure Darren's no, still mate, we... still waiting for that WhatsApp group to be a part of it.
0: I was going to say, mate, we never forget that. Uh, Dolph, Darren, Senna, Scotty uh, Sattler, Jason Moody. Great job, Scotty Uh, Sattler. Yeah, yeah, we're all there. We just did it. Wonderful men, mate.
2: I do want to touch on, mate, the NRLW uh, and what a performance from those girls. Snuck into the final series, a big win last week against the Roosters. Like, that was an outstanding performance. The Roosters have been you know, the 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 form team all season. And,
1: and you know earlier this year they should have beaten Newcastle in Newcastle. Yeah, correct. So, and w- would have
2: made their run easier. So they're, they're up against Newcastle yes. this week. Young Jess Southwell. I've got to tell you, mate, uh, I work with young Taylor Preston, the halfback for the Eels. And yes. I, can you yes. tell Dean Witters that if she happens to run the ball in the first two sets, right, despite what the game plan yep. is, that was on the back of what I told her to do. <laughs> I told her to get tackled early. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: That's good advice, Butts. That's certainly good advice. But, you know, I'm incredibly proud of the women, Dean, uh, as well as the program they've put together. It's been a bit of a tough year. Again, and I look at those two things, about the performance and the results. And round one, the Roosters put the cleaners through us. Uh, Izzy, Isabel Kelly, had a a day out. You know, she just schooled us on both left and right edge. And it was, you know, they really sort of uh, let us know, you know, who the benchmark is and what we, you know, just how far away we are from it. And uh, from there, we've had some really good performances, but not getting the results. And credit to the team for showing a, a level of resilience to to hang in there and still keep the focus. And even to the last you know, competition round, we needed to win, and we did, but we also needed the Roosters to win for us to, to proceed. And uh, from there, it's like, like you saw last weekend, on the day, that counts. And, uh, yeah, we're going in with a level of confidence around that. And' we, don't, we feel like we deserve to be there to, to be honest with you because we have peaked at the, the right time of the year and as I mentioned, we've performed well if not getting the result in some of those games early on.
1: Yeah and Mark uh, one of the Parramatta players, uh, possibly one of the toughest players, male or female that's ever laced on a boot. Somima Tauford makes the NRLW team uh, uh, sorry, makes the NRLW team of the year.
0: Yeah, she's a wonderful athlete Somima like come game day. You know, she's such a warrior. She's such a trooper. She's tough. She's physical. She gives it all. She leaves every ounce of energy and effort out there on the field. So, yeah, she plays, she plays a brand of football that I guess is uh, synonymous with our with our Eels club, you know, particularly our men's uh, style of footy as well, and that's tough. It's uncompromising. It's repeatability, and um, it's engine and work ethic.
2: Buckets, really appreciate your time, mate, and really looking forward to standing up. Of course, we're going to stand up and give you a... A standing O, mate. Uh, not only have you taken us back to 2005, but also to be a part of this uh, Parramatta Club uh, leading into this grand final. It's great to get an insight. And, uh, mate, we wish you all the very best and obviously the the Eels side, both in the NRL and the NRLW. Uh, and thank you very much for your time.
0: No, thank you, guys. And I'd just like to thank all our, uh, all our fans and members and partners and everyone that's getting behind the Eels this weekend. I can tell you, on behalf of all the club, Brad and the players, and, uh, and our broader community, we truly appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we can make everyone uh, proud come Sunday evening.
1: Yeah, you certainly will. And we'll see Brad over the summer up here. He's got a place yeah, on Shelley the Central H. Coast. So, yeah. and, and you've got huge support up here, mate. So thanks again for your time.
0: No worries. Thank you, guys.